0: game day tomorrow get hyped people easily the biggest game of the year i think period uh up until this point after this point most difficult test syracuse will see in the regular season 2022 get excited owen how excited
1: are you
2: i'm speechless
1: are locked on syracuse your daily podcast on the syracuse orange
0: Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you on your Friday episode. Thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today's sponsor is Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code LOCKEDON and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Owen, we are talking Clemson Today. Tomorrow is game day. And before we get into it, I just want to thank everybody for the support that we've been getting this week. This has been a really great week for the pod and we've had a lot of fun. I'm glad everybody liked the Don Munson interview yesterday. He's the man. Wasn't he great? Uh, Wasn't he great? Maybe we get him on again. He's the GOAT. Um, Okay, let's talk uh, Clemson now. Last week for the NC State game, we pointed out players that we thought were important on the other side. We kind of felt like we did that already a couple times this week, so we're going back to our original formula and giving you something we want to see each of us and a question that each of us have going into this game. Owen, I want your statement first.
2: My statement for this game is that I need the big three of Syracuse's offense to to go out and battle with this Clemson defense there's, that's Garrett there's Schrader no way that's you're Sean
0: remembering Tucker. that I hadn't put that on the
2: screen <laughs> you don't have to call me out I'm trying my best that's Garrett Schrader that's Sean Tucker that is a Rondé Gadsden how can this trio perform oh. against such an elite level defense we have seen them come in and develop themselves as this offense and Gadsden has come out as a tight end slash receiver slash whatever you want to call him and just be absolutely unbelievable this year. Schrader keeps finding him because he is open. I think Brett Axe called him Cooper Cup equivalent, and that you just you know he is going to get open every time he gets down the field. How does that work? Can Gadsden continue that success and continue to maintain the numbers that he has been putting up and the efficiency in which he has been able to put up numbers this season? Can Schrader find him? Can he stay? you know, compose in the pocket, make the good decisions. And can Sean Tucker have an explosive game on the ground? Because if he can compete on the ground and get those chunk yardage gains and get those first downs and get, you know, early down yardage, then it's going to open up this offense a ton. And I think that Syracuse needs this big three to perform against Clemson in order to have success in Death Valley.
0: I'm going to get called out in the comments again, so I, you know, I apologize for exposing you, but Look, that's I just okay. couldn't we, we
2: talked about it before we jumped on. Oh, I had to get called out good. when I did it in reality.
0: Uh, but you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, the big three, they're going to have to perform uh, if Syracuse is going to have any chance. For me, uh, I'm going to flip to my question real quick that kind of plays in line with your statement, is can the O-line play well against its most difficult task yet, Uh, And that's the Clemson defensive front. I mean, the front seven for the Tigers is out of this world, and I'm sure we'll get some numbers uh, from our numbers guy, Max Chadwick, in a little bit about that stuff. But Clemson's defense is insane, man. They have been churning out defensive products year after year, and this season is no different. They've got first-round talent on the defensive line, uh, at least three guys with that much talent. Um we heard Don Munson tell us that yesterday, plenty. So this O-line has its work cut out for it. It's not exactly... I mean, they've seen some some good fronts. I mean, NC State wasn't terrible, uh, but, you know, wasn't... Purdue wasn't great, and Louisville wasn't anything too special. You're going from 0-60 to 60 in .2 seconds here with Clemson this week. Uh, so I think that this is going to be a really, really interesting thing to look at because despite the Syracuse offensive line getting a lot of credit. It's also been, I mean, kind of shoddy at times, and Schrader's had to just leave the pocket immediately uh, against some definitely lesser defensive fronts. So I'm a little bit worried about it, I won't lie, but the O-line's got to come out there and really impress me because those are all, you know, veteran guys on that line, maybe besides Kalan Ellis, but everybody else has seen time on the field plenty. Dakota Davis, Vettorello have been there for a long time. Bergeron's one of the captains on this team. And of course, Chris Bleich, the transfer has seen plenty of time on the field. So I'm worried about the O-line. I want to see what they can do. Owen, oh, what's
2: your question? Definitely just to echo that, worried about the O-line. And you you left out the Virginia game where Syracuse lets up six yes, sacks. Yes, the Virginia game. Uh, Thank you. Which is Virginia's defense is, is nothing to, to call home about by any means. So this is a huge game for Syracuse's O-line to take that step. And this is a huge game for Syracuse in general. I apologize. Someone on Twitter, I forget your name as I'm speaking this right now, but you know who you are. I, I have said Death Valley a ton of times and I can't get away from <laughs> I it. I said it last week too. Um, I thought about I, it. I right am back. sorry. It, Memorial Stadium, we'll, we'll switch it up. How does Syracuse regular handle?
0: Valley, alive Valley?
2: How does it handle its first true road test, though? That's my question here. Syracuse has played UConn on the road and every other game they've played this season has been in the comfort of that toasty yet not toasty because now it's air-conditioned dome. It is really – they have not had that road test. They have had the crowd on their side every single game. And I feel like even when they were <laughs> at UConn, there were a good number of Syracuse supporters in that crowd there. And it really was something that didn't feel like a true road game by any means uh, at the rat. and seeing that going on. There was a ton of orange in that crowd. So Syracuse hasn't really had that test. And I know I just said there's a ton of orange in that crowd. They're going to Clemson. There's going to be a ton of orange in that crowd. But it's going to be nasty orange. They're not going to be on your side. You are going to have to deal with cadences, with silent counts, with running an offense when those 85,000 fans are going absolutely nuts. It is homecoming week at Clemson. They are trying to break the record for the longest streak in ACC play as a home game, a home winning streak uh, in Memorial Stadium. Okay, They are having so much momentum. This game means the world to them. They want to return to the college football playoff. There is so much on the line. That place is going to be loud. That place is going to be bumping like it is every game. This is what I think I saw. It's maybe the fourth or fifth time that two 6-0 or better teams have ever met in the ACC in a regular season game. This game is gigantic, and the crowd is going to reflect that, and I do not know how Syracuse comes out and handles that loudness, that noise, that pressure on offense, and can they do it, is uh, is going to be a telling task for if Syracuse can win this game or how close they can keep it in the route.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, you're absolutely right. Dino kind of talked about in his press conference uh, saying, you know, there's been a road game, but it was UConn, and this is going to be the first time Syracuse really faces a real road test. And if you're undermining that, that's where you could get caught. Uh so I'm glad Dino realizes that because it's really true. And, and Clemson's fans, like Don told us, it's it's a tradition down there. And Owen, oh, make sure you tell your parents they gotta be on the road before nine o'clock or they're screwed.
2: I know. Um, I'm gonna give a shout to Clemson before you continue. My parents just got the email uh with their tickets. The lots for this game open at 6 a.m. Wow. That's nice. Six AM. So you can get your full <laughs> six hours of tailgating in and then go to watch a great football game.
0: That's nuts. Uh, all right, my my statement that'll round us out for this block. The defense has got to play well without Garrett Williams. I'm not saying, I'm not breaking any news here. I don't know if Garrett's going to play. We saw a tweet from Emily Liker uh, that said, Dino said that he might not play this Saturday, but he will return at some point this season. That, to me, makes it sound like he's not going to play Saturday. Um, so if he doesn't, the defense has got to play well. That's what I want to see this weekend. Is the defense play well without him? Because if they don't, a game's over. Um, and Deuce Huge is game good for but Jeremiah
2: Williams. Huge Jeremiah Wilson. Williams game. Wilson. Did I say Williams? Yes. I'm looking at yeah. Garrett Williams. I'm reading okay. your graphics, Bones. That's right. my issue. Jeremiah uh, Wilson.
0: It could be a big day for him. Uh, I can't remember the other guy. I think there's. I can't remember the other guy's name that's on the depth chart at corner because I know that when Garrett went down, he was actually the one that got the bump. Um, I'm going to look right now. But if Garrett isn't playing and Deuce can't really hold it down, I mean, they like we talked about, the Clemson wide receiving core is, is you know, there's a lot of guys who can catch the football. Yeah. Um, so they have to be all over it. Uh, Isaiah Johnson, that's the other guy uh, who who's going to see some playing time. All right. Let's take a quick break, then we'll get to our chat with Chadwick. But before we do, let's talk to you about... Hold on, before I do that, let me take this graphic off the screen. Bang. Okay. Underdog Fantasy. This episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football this season. You could take bets like quarterback higher than 240.5 passing yards or... Uh, receiving yards 67 and a half over under things like that easy to play and available in over 30 states just pick between two and five players across any team not just your team and decide if they finish higher or lower one of the easiest fantasy play to play games out there and you can win cold hard cash in a single game sign up with the promo code locked on that's one word and underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars deposit a hundred dollars get a hundred dollars free go to underdogfantasy.com or find the underdog fantasy app in the app store or google play store that's underdog fantasy promo code locked on one word locked on get in on the college football pick'em action today okie dokie back here on locked on syracuse i'm matt bonaparte With Owen Valentine. And now Max Chadwick is with us for our weekly chat with Chadwick. We're still working on an open for that. So, you
1: know, we'll get there eventually. Um, Max, how are you? I'm great, guys. Like you guys mentioned, it's the biggest game of the year. So I'm pumped for Syracuse, a little bit nervous for Syracuse, but I'm very excited for what Saturday should bring.
2: Can I, yeah, I got to cut you off bones before we start. Go ahead. I, so Max and I lived together for three years at school. And if, for those of you who have very acute hearing, you might've just heard Max's alarm go off. No one sets more alarms than Max Chadwick. And I had to call him out for that. More My more memory is
1: the worst, dude. If I don't set alarms, you're lucky I made it on here without an alarm, honestly. Cause like, I, I, I'm lucky. I, I remember to do this because I, if I don't set an alarm from it, it's not happening, whatever I have to I'm do. I'm
0: glad we so. made the alarm schedule, man. That's good for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Max, give us some numbers on this game.
1: So, I mean, the first one, it's not only really a PFF number. It's just the number two, and that's the amount of undefeated teams left in the ACC, and both of them play each other this Saturday in Clemson and Syracuse. So, you know, it's not surprising that Clemson's here. They're number four in the country to start the year. But for us, for every Syracuse fan listening to this right now, very surprising that Syracuse is one of those two teams because, you know, we came into this year, I'm sure you guys, when your preseason video said, you know, I don't think this team's is making a bowl game. You know, four and eight, exactly. Four and eight, five and seven at best, I was saying. They're 6-0 and right now. They're guaranteed a bowl game no matter what happens the rest of the season. First time in 35 years, they're 6-0. and um, If they win another game, my next number is 1996, because if they beat Clemson somehow, That'll be the first time that they're in the top 10, I would imagine, since 1996. So very, very long time. Again, way before any of these current Syracuse players were even born. Um, two years before I was born, even. And I, I would be a sixth-year senior right now. So I'm pretty sure Syracuse doesn't have any eighth-year seniors on this team right now. Who was that one corner that was there for seven years? Antoine Cordy. Antoine Cordy, yes. Maybe Antoine Cordy's still there. Uh, so maybe he was born in 1996, probably 1976, actually. But yeah, it's going to be a really... Big game for Syracuse It's going to be a huge game. And I think you guys hit, nailed it when you're previewing this game. It's going to come down to the running game for Syracuse. You know, they, they run the ball on 55.9% of their plays. It's the 14th highest rate in the power five. It's going to come down to whether or not Sean Tucker is pleased with his performance and Garrett Schrader has to help out too. Uh, Tucker's got the 13th most rushing yards in the power five at 646. Schrader has 26 rushing first downs this year, which is the fourth most among power five quarterbacks. Clemson's run defense, though, you guys hit on it, is very difficult to run on. You know, their average depth of tackle is less than four yards downfield, 3.38 yards downfield. It's the sixth lowest in the Power Five. Uh, Their linebacker, Keith McGuire, 87.1 run defense grade, which is sixth for Power Five linebackers this year. You mentioned that defensive line. Uh, It's nasty. It's a nasty defensive line. The sixth highest graded defensive line in the Power Five the third-best pass-rushing grade in the Power 5-2. So when Syracuse throws the ball, they're going to be under pressure a lot. And that's because, you guys mentioned, there are two probably top-10 picks in the NFL draft on that defensive line. And Brian Brisee, who was the number-one recruit in the country, higher than even Bryce Young coming out of high school a couple of years ago, and Miles Murphy as well, the edge defender, um, he's probably a top-10 prospect as well. So Brisee at D-tackle, Miles Murphy at edge. It's going to be very difficult for Syracuse's offensive line to withhold um, any pressure from Clemson. And Garrett Trader is going to have to play under pressure a lot in this game just because it is one of, if not the, most talented defensive line in the country. Uh, Another guy, Isaiah Johnson, has actually played pretty well this year. You guys mentioned him with Garrett Williams being potentially out. Uh, 76.3 grade this year, which is pretty good. Um, So Isaiah Johnson is probably going to be relied on a lot. Jeremiah Wilson – as well he's got a 67.8 grade this year as well so it's going to be tough uh a our hero the heisman candidate himself um <laughs> owen says he's been open a lot and owen's right he's been open on like 76 percent of his targets wow system. i just found That's that insane. out Insane. when Owen said that like, oh, he's been open a lot i'm like oh let me actually check that yeah 76 percent of Do his you know targets averages less than that i can tell you that <laughs> I mean, we unfortunately don't have that that stat but Dude, Ronda Gadsden, not only is being relied on a lot, but he is getting open at will. And yeah, you know, you can call him a tight end. We classify him as a tight end because that's where he's played the most snaps. Um, but he's basically like a bigger slot he's receiver. A yeah, he's, he's basically a bigger slot receiver for Syracuse. I'll call him a tight end only because that pushes his receiving numbers up the leaderboard more. <laughs> um, so, you know, his yards per route run, I think is still highest for all tight ends in the country. Um. yeah, he has been quietly like he could, I put out my midseason All-American team uh, and unfortunately my editor who had to check it and like, you know edit it around, I put Gadsden on it, he took him off Um, I would have had him on the Gadsden on the midseason All-American team because he has been one of man. the best tight ends in the country this year
0: Look at that censorship, man. That's ridiculous I know.
1: They hate us in Syracuse. Mikel Jones is on it though. I got Mikel Jones on there I, right, made sure he right. I made sure he was on there I put him at, actually as a finalist for the butt kiss award, too, because I have my midseason awards. It's like, yeah, he's one of the three best linebackers in college football right now, I think.
2: He's fantastic. Max, I called him earlier in the year. I called Michael the Night King. Yes. And he can just raise his hands and <laughs> elevate everyone that surrounds yep. him to play <laughs> better football. Yeah, that's very uh, we won't true. Talk about, we won't talk about how that episode ends, but oh, uh, cool. at, least, We're, at least I'm watching for the rising Megan
1: right now. We're actually on that. The, the last good season we're on of Game of Thrones right now before the last two, so I'm excited for that, but after that's me, I'm not I'm not looking forward to going through that again.
2: Enjoy it. Enjoy <laughs> it while you can. <laughs> all
0: right, well, that's all I got. You got anything else, Owen? Or Max, I, do you have anything else?
2: Yeah, Max, is there something that, because Max and I took a road trip to Clemson uh, in in 2021, 2020 even, uh is there something that stood out to you the most about that stadium it was like an open-ended one wasn't it you know where like it's, the yeah
1: yeah that was cool um it it didn't look as big as i thought it would um but it was loud and i think that was it was so condensed that it got so loud even though there weren't a lot of people there because that was when syracuse wasn't really that great um and but it still was extremely loud i think because the way it's built so yeah, I it was an interesting stadium for sure. I had an awesome time being there. I love Trevor Lawrence, so seeing him in person was great too.
0: Well, Maximilian, we thank you, and we'll see you next week. Thank, you, thank guys. you, guys. All right, that was our chat with Chadwick. Now we move on to what a lot of people are probably waiting for. And I saw a great YouTube comment uh, this week, and I'm going to try and find it right now. It It, it had me giggling. Um, I think it was on, I'm going to go look. Uh, I think it was on our Wednesday episode. Um, or maybe it was, yeah, the Wednesday episode. And someone was saying, you know, we're not scared. Oh, here it is. From Todd and Oleg's love child. He says, we're not scared. Well, maybe Owen.
2: <laughs> no! <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Oh, um, are you so, Owen, oh, and... man, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> state to win. Well, I, I want to see if you're scared. Give me a key. Give me a prediction right now. Am I scared of Clemson? Yes, I'm scared of Clemson. How could you not be scared of Clemson? Look at the team that you're about to play. My key in this game is to not let the moment get to you, and play your game of football. The game of football that we have seen. Uh, Syracuse play a lot of different times throughout the season. Have there been glimpses of bad? Yes. But really there is such an elevated brand of football that we're seeing out of Syracuse right now. And I want them to continue to play that game and not let this moment, not let the stakes, not let the environment that you're playing in, the fact that there are two zeros in the loss column at this game, the fact that you have two top 15 teams playing, don't let that get to you. Play the game of football that you have had success with this year and that will put you in the best situation to put you in a winnable position. I don't know if they can win, but I do know that if you play your football, you are giving yourself the best chance to win, and you're going to play your football by not letting that moment and that hype and that excitement get to you. I'm not saying don't get hyped. I don't think the Syracuse team needs me to tell them that they need to be hyped for this game. But do not overhype everything to the point where you lose what is – your success and what you have been able to do throughout this entire season.
0: Yeah. I think that uh, there's some definite merit to that. Although I wouldn't, I don't think I'm that worried about them getting caught in the moment because I think they're actually excited for the moment. And this is a team and Dino told us in the press conference and we heard from Schrader that these are the guys that, they, the reason that Syracuse plays Clemson close is because they want the big moment. They want everybody's eyes on them. They want to beat the big team. They don't care if you're screaming at them. Think about 2018, man. That was the same environment. And Syracuse should have won that game. They had the lead late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Syracuse should have won that game in 2018. If, if Two it wasn't score for lead in the fourth. Aaron Hackett being an illegal man downfield, that was a win. Um, so I think that I'm, I'm really not worried about the atmosphere as much as I'm worried uh, about the actual personnel differences that Clemson has. Cause really, I mean, if you just talk about talent, there's no secret that Clemson stacks up a little bit better than Syracuse um, and configuring the injuries in there and that Syracuse has al- already lost uh, Terry Lockett, Chris Elmore, Stefan Thompson, and potentially you lose Garrett Williams for this game. That's the kind of thing I'm worried about. Key for me in this game though, is to, do what's been working for you on the offensive end. So, Aronde Gadsden's got to be a focal point. They know he's going to be a focal point, but just because they game plan for him doesn't mean you can't go to him. Find him. Figure out how to get the ball to Aronde Gadsden. Make Sean Tucker beat them. Don't let them... Okay, I've said this a couple times in the pot. Last year, Syracuse lost that game because they couldn't get any offense going. They had the luckiest touchdown to Trevor Pena I've ever seen, 60-something yards down the field, uh, and it worked out they got two touchdowns. But it was because they forced Schrader to throw, and Schrader wasn't really at a point where he could throw the ball all that well. Now he is. I'm not saying he's Dan Marino, but he is a better passer this season than he was last season. But that doesn't mean Sean Tucker should be out of the offense. I want to see Sean put up a 100-yard gain with a touchdown. Um, so do what's been working well for you on offense is my key to the game. Uh,
2: do you want to go prediction first do you want me to go first? I can give a prediction first. All right. Uh, and I, I I apologize for this in advance, and I'm not no, really you sorry. can't apologize for your, pre- well, for your, for your I prediction. I do apologize in advance uh, because I'm about to do something that might anger some people. Um, In this situation. Oh no. Who do you think you are? Oh this is gonna be a Clemson win. And that's not a bold take. But my bold take, I'm taking this off, I'm throwing it across the way. I'm gonna take a step off the screen. I am going to grab
0: he's off the screen.
2: This because good teams win, great teams cover. I do have Syracuse covering in this game. 31. 27 is my prediction for this game. I think Syracuse can do enough offensively. I am just not entirely sure they can hold Clemson in check enough. 31-27, my final prediction. I give this one to Clemson. For those of you betting, that is the over uh, by a decent margin and also a Syracuse cover uh, by a decent margin as well. So 31-27, give the nod to Clemson. uh, But I do think this is going to be a competitive game.
0: Of course, it's going to be a competitive game, or at least I really, really hope so. Um, I'm going to ride the magic, man. I can't. I, knew I you cannot, were. I can't give up the opportunity to ride the magic. I knew you were. And here's going, the thing:
2: I had to take one for the team because no, you didn't. You could have ride the magic with me. There was a, there's a seat right here
0: beside me to ride the magic with me, and you decided not to. You threw that away. You put on that gross hat, and you decided to go with Clemson. Okay. I'm riding the magic, and I am taking Syracuse in this game to win. I'm going to go another close game. It's going to be 24-21 in favor
2: of Syracuse. I do like that score number. I will give you that. 24-21 sounds right.
0: Well, I don't really think Syracuse is putting more points on this defense than they did on the NC State defense, Uh, but I also think that the SU defense is still really, really good despite not having Garrett. If I know for sure Garrett's not going to be there, maybe my score is different, but right now I'm riding 24-21, a Syracuse victory, their top 10 after this week. I just have to I have to manifest it or it won't happen. All right, I respect that. All right. Well, uh, you know, make fun of Owen in the comments, do whatever you got to do, but uh, that is all we have on Lockdown Syracuse today thank you for making it your first listen every day go get more on the acc by making locked on acc your second listen every day host candace cooper and the local experts of locked on take you across the acc in 30 minutes make locked on acc your second listen i'm matt bonaparte he's owen valentine we will see you on monday after what is hopefully a syracuse victory